Welcome to Ancient Wisdom of the Feminine. I'm here today with Magdala Ramirez, who is a spiritual leader and teacher from the Maya Mexica tribe. She has been working with the feminine for more than 35 years. She's the author of 14 books about the feminine, as well as the founder of many ceremonies. She also happens to be the director of our nonprofit, Sacred Woman. Our special guest today is Grandmother Kira Tarashia. She's of the Maori ancestry and she's joining us from New Zealand. Thank you, Mijita. So let's go deeper into what we were talking about last time. So going deeper into the role of the feminine, I want to talk about motherhood and how we're raising children today. How can we raise our girls to become empowered women? And how can we raise our boys to become true men? Beautiful. I'd like to share this song with you just as a, a reply to that beautiful question, sister, Sister Marcella. We are know what unhumanity is, 
of teaching children. And so the great thing about it is that we can, as we change, as we shift in our own understanding of who we are as mothers, as sacred women, when we understand who we truly are, then that naturally will radiate out and emanate out to our children and those around us. And um, I think this is very vital for us as women. And I know it's a work in progress for many, I mean myself. I've had many, many years to grow and learn and to experience and practice patience, practice that. Okay, um, we were hearing you, um, Grandmother Kira. For Māori and um, we've had our huge struggles, um, colonisation, everything. And so we've been through a lot, as many of our other uh, Indigenous sisters and brothers. So I can speak from where I've walked in the sense that I've walked from that world of, I'm not sure whether you've heard of the movie once, The Warriors, over your way. However, it's the movie of how um, through suburbia and how we've basically come from our our place of marais, our villages, and we're in the city, and we take up all the things of the city way and suburbia way of living, and so um, which leads in a lot of violence, a lot of abuse in many ways. And so I've come from that background. I've come from the background of very dysfunctional families. A lot of things have happened, even in my own personal life. However, where I am at now, and this is the beautiful thing about every one of us here, and we listen to the call, is that every one of us here has this beautiful heart that is so desiring to have the peace and the love and the wonderful joy and hope for our children, for the children born and yet to come is our whole purpose of our Waitaha grandmothers is for the children born and yet to come. And so we're doing what we're doing now, it's like we're coming this beautiful lotus flower. We're coming out of the, the depths of the trials and challenges that we've had in our lives and we're coming forth, rising up to blossom. And we have been in the mud or in the challenges of the world and now as we come up to blossom and that's why I felt to sing that song, Te Aroha, the deepest love, Te Whakapono, divine truth, because when we understand and accept the divine truth of who we each truly are, then we're able to share that to our children and share that to all those around us. So, as I said, I can only speak from where I've walked. I've walked in the world of depression, I've walked in the world of violence, I've walked in a world of thinking I'm not of any worth. However, now that I've learnt divine truth and accept who I truly am, this is where the beauty and the beautiful lotus flower starts opening and expanding, I feel, is knowing the divine truth of each and every one of us. And so now that I 
the saying goes, when you know better, you do better. So then, now that I know better, the youngest of my children are teenagers. So now that I know better, I'm sharing with them. I know divine truth. I'm sharing with them. And so it's, I can see it's uplifting them. I can see that it's making them feel of worth. Because I have understood that a lot of our human challenges have been not feeling of worth, um, not feeling lovable, um, feeling that we're unloved. And so just knowing and accepting the divine truth just lifts us a lot. It's lifted me a lot. I know it's lifted my children a lot, knowing who they truly are. And so I think this is very precious for us as mothers to uh, sacred women to accept and understand mm -hmm. that. Yes, it has been it has been um, a big challenge to bring uh, those young girls into the sacredness and everyone around us. And like um, our sister is saying, you know, it's very important to hold on into that divine truth, to teach the children to be there for themselves, to understand a higher truth all the time about themselves and to hold that truth always within themselves. Growing, growing the girls as sacred, it has been so powerful for me because I didn't grow up in that way. Like, um, like my sister was saying, in our society was very dysfunctional. Yes. So to bring, to bring our children, you know, I have two girls and since very early age I tell them that there is the great mother inside of them. And there is this great mother that it is much more powerful than anything. And that she was inside and she has always been inside of themselves. So they begin at very early age to relate with the great mother, like in a regular basic, understanding that guidance of the great mother all the time. But yet the challenges that they have in, in the regular life outside where there is all this dysfunctionality it has been a big challenge for them it went into points that mama you tell us about all these ways but you see the whole people all around us they don't think about sacredness they don't think the women are sacred they don't feel the women as sacred so how can we survive in these ways as mothers and as daughters and to bring forward the divine feminine since very early age. I think also to bring in the true men into being. It is for the women to keep on, the mothers to keep on showing them at very early age the respect and honor to themselves and for the women and everywhere around them. Um, to understand um, in a deep manner the importance of being that true man. And yes, it is challenging this time and space in the system, but at the same time, we need to keep on going and hold that truth for them. 
And yes. it's about love. And yes. that love to understand that bonding one to another and for the respect and the values within themselves to understand and embrace it in a deeply manner. The mother has been showing the way. And when she is showing the way, she's showing the way for all the women, for all her daughters, for us to stand up and do what we have come here to do. The true men, we need the true men. We are giving birth a new world, and the true man is really holding our hand. And that boy that once, you know, couldn't understand the divine feminine, now it's being awakened in a beautiful way. It needs to happen. What do you feel, my sister, Mariam, Miriam? Absolutely, absolutely. It is so true. And um, you just reminded me, we here, I live on a Stargate portal, a multidimensional Stargate portal. It's a very beautiful sacred space. And um, we usually have full moon and new moon ceremonies. And our last new moon ceremony, the beautiful message that came through from our wonderful Pleiades, our elders was heartfulness, heartfulness. We've heard of soulfulness, mindfulness, but the, the message was heartfulness. And with the heartfulness, what happens is that it brings that beautiful vibration of softness within ourselves. And I really, um, from my own experience, I know that it's it does begin firstly with us as sacred women, as mothers, because um, many of us have been through things and sometimes the heart has been, for some, it has been wounded. Sometimes the heart has been um, where some of our sisters may feel taken for granted or maybe trampled on. But this beautiful message of heartfulness it brings us back into, again, our direct connection, and that was the message, with heartfulness. When we do everything with heartfulness, then it links us directly to our soul and our soul directly to our wonderful heavenly family. And so doing everything in heartfulness um, helps the whole healing come directly straight through to us and then emanate out to all those, our children, all those around us that we meet with. And so I, I am, I am, the word is conscious, conscious of heartfulness. And I feel that that's a beautiful asset and tool because in itself, heart, a full heart actually connects us totally straight up. And so it's not just from ourselves. We've got the beautiful love-like energy coming from the heavens assisting us in whatever it is that we're going through as mothers and whether we're sharing with our children. It just helps us to straight away click into that extra support guidance because in truth, all that word, that beautiful word heartfulness is doing is linking us up to the frequency. And that's really, when we look at 
solution. Everything, all energy is a frequency. And when we hook into the frequency of our beautiful heavenly family, then everything is just so much easier. I've found anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's talk. I wanted to ask about um, for the people, the women who are in relationship with a man, how can they hold on to their feminine strongly, especially when the men they're with don't par up to the same spiritual awareness and understanding? What happens is then, am I answering that or you, dear sister? Yes, yes, you you answer and I will continue. Interesting you share this this particular question because I've had a few similar questions come to me from my own family. And... Again, I share, everything is a frequency, and when our frequency is raised, and we're with someone whose frequency is still the same frequency, soon what happens is that they, if the the partnership is meant to be, they will also change with you. However, if it's not meant to be, then it won't last. Everything is a frequency match. When we raise our frequency as sacred women, accepting who we truly are, accepting that we are the divine vessel that we have chosen to walk with this life, when we accept who we truly are, we are source energy in human form. What happens is those around us who don't agree too much with that frequency, they won't stay long. And in truth, you end up attracting the partner who is of the frequency that you are at. And I have shared with some of the dear sisters when they talk about their relationships, and they say to me, why do I keep attracting the same kind of person, but just a different face and a different body. And I said, well, the truth is you are sending out a frequency and who you attract is attracted by that frequency you are sending out. So the truth is, if we do not like the frequency or the partner that we have attracted, then in ourselves, we ourselves now must make sure that our frequency, that we truly love ourselves, it goes back to how can we expect someone else if we don't love ourselves truly ourselves too. So it goes back to the love of ourselves and accepting the divine, wonderful creation that Source has put on this earth plane. And when we do that, then uh, those whose vibration don't match, they don't end up staying with them. And that's just how it goes. Frequency matches frequency. That's what I've seen and experienced myself anyway. I hope that helps. 
Yeah, and I agree. I think that we need to, as women, we need to, we need to raise our vibration, Mijita, yes. and keep on calling upon the true men to happen. And for that one too, we as women, we need to understand our male side. Yes. And where is our male side? You know, this part of uh, of the woman that it is about standing in your truth, that it is about being in that sisterhood, understanding that sisterhood, understanding that holding the feminine means understanding that virtual reality and seeing everything as sacred and keep on calling upon the true men to happen. I know that it is a struggle. It is a struggle in the United States as well as Mexico. And I guess it is everywhere in the world where all these things are. The the sacred woman is struggling about this, but we need to keep on putting our vibration into that higher way of understanding ourselves as women to understand that balance of the male and the female resides first within ourselves. And it is the women, the one that, it is the enlightener, it is the feminine part of ourselves, the one that, it is this enlightener that it is connected with the multiverse and it is bringing this energy into the manifestation, which is the male side. So this is the time when we need to understand that part in ourselves and hold on into that truth. What is happening to us that we are choosing those men? And what is happening to us that, you know, how can we raise that vibration by first understanding that balance resides first within ourselves and then that vibration is going to go everywhere around us everywhere inside of us and around us. Wherever we go, here we go. Holding in that space and be that space that we're asking. The true man is going to come forward. It will come because the sacred woman is giving birth to the new man. What do you feel, mi hermana? Yes, that's very true, sister. All, what's, it, what's that saying? It's all an inside job. So many times we want that true man out there. But have we found the true woman inside us? Have we found the sacred woman inside us? It's all well to be looking outside of ourselves. But everything, everything is inside us. And it's taken me this many years to understand and accept that. I always thought that what's out there, if I get a man that's really this and that, it's all out there, but it's not all out there. It's all inside of me. I am sending messages out, knowingly and unknowingly. I am emanating a frequency, and I know and I've accepted that my frequency in the past has been one of I desperately need someone. I really need someone to make me feel whole. And yet, uh, not realizing then, however, understanding now that everything is all the beauty, the love, the truth, 
The great creator, the divine spark, the great creator put in every single one of us has all that intact and it all comes out through our heart fullness. It all starts emanating out and the frequency starts being sent out from our heart because, because oftentimes we're thinking, I need this man and I need this and I need that. But the reality is it's already inside of us. Before I couldn't understand that. When people used to say, well, you've already got all the abundance inside of you and all this. And I couldn't understand how that works. But now I realize that all to do with what every moment of what I'm thinking, what I'm putting out there in my thoughts, it's all to do with that. Every single thought, every single feeling I'm putting out there. If I'm continually putting out a feeling that I need a good man, I need a true man, I need this, well, I'm going to continue needing it. But if I put out the feeling that, oh, all the love, all the beauty, the true beautiful woman I truly am, great, all creator, created such a beautiful, beautiful person in myself, have put the divine spark within me, everything, all the beautiful ingredients are already and when I tap into that and then start emanating that out, it's inevitable that a true and good man is going to come along. You know, it's inevitable. It's just going to happen anyway because those are the vibrations I'm already putting out this time. I... I want to share something about this. It is what does my sisters and my daughters think about this? You know, I was I was um, observing this man yesterday, and he was telling me that he felt very wounded by the women, and um, I took the whole thing into the matter, saying, "Okay, how do this can be that the men?" don't trust the women anymore. The men are feeling so wounded that every time that they are near the women, they don't see a sacredness, but they see a threat. They see um, someone that can hurt them in their hearts. And like this man was, was saying, you know, I feel that I need to become numb so I don't feel anymore. And um, I was taking the whole thing and observing how the men that it has been so hurt by the women and um, that we need to check on this as women. What happened to these men? I feel that the men really wants to be understood and for us everything is about love. And it needs to be love in the understanding and understanding in the love. So we can really come together in a good way. But we also need to pray for the men because the men that they got so hurt by past relations, they do feel that in every woman, you know, it is an enemy instead of understanding that it is the enlightener and it is the sacredness of life that she is the one that it can enlighten that beautiful heart that the human beings reside. What do you feel about this, my sisters? Oh, it's actually beautiful for me to hear you speak of that. 
because I know several years ago our matriarch of Waitaha, she stood up in the marae in our meeting house and she said to all the men present, because we had quite a few overseas um, visitors, and she said to all the men present, I'd like to apologise on behalf of all the women. And I yes, said to myself, thank you, me that. too. When she said I'm that, in. I actually, yes, when she said that, I actually, personally myself, I was like, what? Apologise for us? And see, I had had the other. My opinion then was, what? What have they done? Look what they've done to us, you see. So I do believe that there are a lot of women also that have got that, the wounded feeling of, you know, what men have done to us. So I look at it as um, both sides of the coin in the sense that women wounded, men wounded. So it then still has to come back to whether it's the man or the woman, it still has to come back to in ourselves. Like when I had, when I was doing a lot of work with my beautiful spirit guides and I said to them, Yes, but why did my heart get broken? You know, I did my little cry to them. And their answer to me was, your heart got broken because you relied on the word of another. Mm-hmm. Another word. I had relied on the words that were given by the men. And um, I took it so to heart. And they said, you'd relied on their word and not on us, on spirit. So again, I can only say that it is our connection as women, as men. It is our connection with the divine, with our true creator, source. It is our connection that is everything. Every one of us are connected. We've always been connected. It's conscious connection with them. It's consciously speaking with them sitting and waiting for their answers. I mean, as for myself, I started years ago doing this and that's how I got into channeling was I would write little thoughts of inspiration down each day that I got. And then I started getting bigger messages and then I started talking to me. And sometimes I'd have to Google and say, okay, who's Red got it? Oh, okay, that's who she is. Okay, who's Sun Dalton? Oh, that's who he is. So for me it was, slowly us slowly sitting and talking we've got so many beautiful spirit guides on the other side um of the light and beautiful councils beautiful ascended masters waiting for us our guardian angels waiting for us to click and link up with them and it has taken me many years to finally link up mine i've been through a church system for 30 years and i've been through many things, but it hasn't been until these last five years that I've been able to actually link up with my guys and link up with the Ascended Masters, and they're all waiting for us to link up. And I really believe that once we all link up personally with them, um, we will have direct guidance day by day, moment by moment. And that to me is the greatest joy of my lifetime walk, if I could say what has been my greatest joy, yes, children, yes, having partners. However, my greatest joy is being able to link up with my wonderful spirit guides, ascended masters, archangels, 
because they have been my constant guide moment by moment. So, um, you know, maybe this might help our dear sisters and also our brothers who may be listening because once you link up with your beautiful guide, and they're waiting for us, they've always been waiting for us, but once we link up with them, um, there's always that moment by moment guidance and I'm just ever so grateful for this guidance because I know I would not be speaking with you in this sacred woman time. I would not be speaking with you right now because I know my life could have led another way and I'm just so grateful to be here. Thank you, sister. Wow. My sister, it is truly an honor for you to be here, for all of us to weave this one together. I truly feel... We we have, my sister, not too long ago, this ceremony, it is called the 144 women playing the drum, giving birth right. to the new world. And um, it came out very beautiful. But I was keep on thinking about this, what it is the part of the feminine, that the bonding that we have, it is really not through pain. It needs to be through that understanding of who we are and as women to be ready to do that forgiveness finally of whatever has been happening in going to the next step of the pyramid. It's not about forgetting, it's about forgiving at the same time that we are also liberating the men too through that forgiving and liberating ourselves through that forgiving. And uh, I really wish that that ceremony goes everywhere in the world because the bonding of the sisterhood that it was created and um, the understanding of the feminine, really, too, that it is the time to see beyond all that pain that has been enslaving us for such a long time. Yes. Because if we can understand this in ourselves, then our vibration, it will go into the original place. Because their spirit is not wounded. You know? Yes. It is it is the yeah. the mind that feels all that experiences in life and that we see in the system everywhere. But at the same time, if we are willing to see beyond the pain, it truly creates a path for liberation for men too, not just women. What do you feel, my sisters? Oh, so true. And it's beautiful that we're talking at this time because um, I have literally had been carrying a lot of pain a whole lot of pain and where I'm living now has been a beautiful sanctuary and a place for me to heal because I've taken a lot of these things on that have happened in my life I've taken them on personally I I took them on as a personal thing to myself not realising and understanding it's only really been for me this year it's only been for me this year fully understanding and expecting and blessing, you know, blessing all that I've been through and realizing that I wouldn't be who I am today without all of that. 
I wouldn't have the, the empathy, the understanding for all the suffering that our sisters and brothers go through. Um, I wouldn't know the pain of the children. I wouldn't know the pain of the mother. And so it's been so vital for me that finally I've accepted this year and learned and realised that there's nothing personal in what's happening to any one of us. And yes, none of us would love, you know, we wouldn't, if somebody told us that, right, this is going to happen to you with this relationship or that's going to happen to your child, none of us would say, yes, okay, right, okay, accept it. None of us would accept that. However, the great thing about it is in accepting that everything happens and has happened for our highest good to ourselves, mm -hmm. to our children, what happened to our children. We don't wish, as mothers, we don't wish any ill things or sad things to happen to any of our children, and yet they do. And so, again, it's in the accepting that each of us chose these paths and each of us had these wonderful experiences. And when we look at the other side of the experiences, even though at the time going through them, we think, why me? Why has this happened to me? Why my child? But to accept that these are all parts of the experiences that we chose even before birth. And I can now look back on my life and say, well, I've had the most beautiful life because it has brought me to where I am now. And I'm ever so grateful and thankful for where I am now because I would not have understood what I do now had it not been for those experiences. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it's true, and um, also I think that the new times that they are coming, it's yeah. about the sacredness of life and the new way of um, of the mothers being with their children and teaching them about that sacredness of life everywhere around them is gonna create a very beautiful story that it is truly not about pain anymore because the ways of the mother, it's about happiness. But you're right, my sister, you know, how how can, you know, I was thinking about this beautiful daughter that I have, that it is right here with us. And the other day she was telling me her stories and I was telling her, Nikita, we can, as a woman, remove as a mother, we cannot remove an experience that you want to pass through. But boy, you put me to pray. <laughs> you, because I can see it coming like, oh my God, please protect her. I can't tell her what to do, but boy, she's putting me to pray. <laughs> and it is true. But at the same time, you know, something happens, some magic happens, and and yes, yes. being able to transmute all that, oh. whatever happens to us, well, that pain, that we yes. have that ability as women to transmute yes. all that pain and understand happiness now, understand that the ways, the normal ways is about happiness in a good way, because that highest good of everyone is going to make you happy. 
is going to make that completely alignment with Father, Mother, God. Yes. It's going to align ourselves as a woman with our own divinity as a woman. Oh, and that alignment yes. resides in every single one of us. So, what do you feel about this, my sister? Yes, because I know in myself, in myself, that um, even my children have noticed the difference in me and say that I've changed big time. And I know in me changing and in me healing me, I know it's also filtered through to them. So I do know that um, everything that we're doing within ourselves and the change that comes from within ourselves, the children notice. And within themselves, they also pick up and change as well without even speaking. Mm-hmm. One time mm-hmm. I was really, yeah. really concerned mm-hmm. about my children and just asking Spirit in my prayers. I was saying, you know, um, oh, my children aren't up to scratch with this and they may not be doing chores like this, like, you know, like the children and may not be in their high educa- education and all these things. I was really concerned for my children and that and they're going through, you know, the way the young teenagers go. And all that um, Spirit said to me was, as long as your children have love, then they are fine. So it kind of is my yeah. it is my worries, and you know, have I done it? You know, what have I done? You know, my children aren't. You know, and so as a mother, we often feel guilty that maybe they should be this and they should be that. And so when they told me that, and I thought, yes, they do have one. So um, you know, that that kind of appeased my heart because. Um, I've seen there's a lot of that there in a world with a lot of um, other young ones and a lot of young ones, um, they, like you said, they have not yet um, realised that they are sacred also. And so often young ones in at school, um, there's a very much a uh, habit maybe of belittling and teasing each other and putting others down. And so... Um, and it, again, it falls back to um, us as mothers, knowing how sacred and how beautiful and how precious we are, and it will naturally go through to our children. So yes, I, I do what you say, and I have um, been through that. Often as mothers, we do go through those, our hearts get a bit torn as to what our you know, children uh, maybe so-called should be doing. However, the most important step hearts still have the love because um, with love everything is possible. I I think it put us back again into that realization, you know, the new world really it's about how do we relate with our environment and the relation with everyone around us, but the most important the relationship that we have within ourselves. Absolutely. when, When we understand this and we know now that in every single relation there is this freedom. Love is freedom. And freedom is love. And um, seeing beyond all this um, patriarchal system that imposes, you know, some kind of... uh, struggle or bonding or this have created so much pain 
But when we see this incredible freedom, even to us as women, as mothers, as grandmothers, as as wives, as sisters, and um, put that freedom into being, it truly creates a big changing. And in that, it is the perfect alignment about how to bring the new way to relate in a good way, the way that the mother-father relate, the way that um, the great mother, which is love, is teaching us now through that freedom everywhere around us. So what do you feel, my sisters, about this? Oh, absolutely beautiful, and it, it's wonderful you are sharing. You're sharing because um, about six years ago, um, six seven years ago, when I was going through um, my breakup from the kids, my children's father, um, I was doing a a very hard out call to my mum, who's um, in the world of spirit. She'd been she'd been there for a good twenty. 25 years and so I was basically praying and crying out to her and you know asking her for help and um, you know the words she came through which I was quite amazed because I thought well you know there were no words of all you poor thing and you know you've had a hard time with your man and that other this and that but well the words that came through when she um, she she calls me Vin and she goes Vin it's all about the love and that's what she said, it's all about the love. And, um, so I, I wrote a song, it's all about the, the love. And that's from the beautiful, wise counsel of my mum, who's in the world of spirit. And sister, it's totally all about the love, nothing else. It's love is all there is, everything. We were all created through love. The whole universes were created through love and it's all about the love. Everything we ever wish to create is manifested through the love through our heart. So yes, it's very much all about I know you've said it before, but can you tell me how mother and the father relate? I mean, as women, and especially with all these functional relationships, it's very hard. And it's very difficult when you have to put yourself together again and again. And I know we as women can do it much easier than men can. But I think at some point or the other, the vision of, okay, well, how I'm relating with a man ultimately becomes so woozy, you know, and I can work myself with my own male side. But when it comes to another external person, how do you relate with our partners? Oh, right. Well, again, it does boil down to the love and it does boil down to the sacredness and the respect within ourselves of ourselves. However, we cannot, same with children, we can't force them to be and to do what we want. So it comes, it swings around to that heart. I, you know, it swings around to that heartfulness because sometimes there are also in our partners and ourselves there's some of us have this thing called a heart wall up where there's a wall there and there's that um, emotions 
blocked emotions, old hurts are stored there. And so sometimes there's like a bit of a wall up around the heart. And uh, that's one thing I have learned and I have been thankful for. You can YouTube it. It's how to clear your heart wall. Um, and, and so sometimes there's that up on your partner and that may even be up on some of us. I've had to, I've asked my son um, did that clearing for me on the heart wall. It's quite beautiful because we have these, um, we're all electromagnetic energy and so the heart wall just cleansing it, clearing it, swipe, um, doing a swipe down with me. It's on YouTube and uh, what it does is it, it clears the emotion, the stuck emotions that may be in our heart wall. You know the saying, oh, we take this to heart or she took that to heart. Well, this is what we do do, we have done. And so um, that clearing of the heart wall, um, I know, is definitely a help. I've done that on myself. I've done that on my children as well. I've done that on even their dad just to help with that um, opening the heart and clearing the heart more. Because sometimes, um, you know, for fear of being wounded, will hide behind that wall and not want to come out. So, and this is where again, if we use our guides, and this is where I'm just constantly talking with them and saying, okay, what do I do here? Um, if we use our guides, then they'll tell us exactly what to do and what needs to be said and what needs to be done. So we've constantly got 24-7 guides just waiting for us. We each have a guardian angel on our right shoulder just waiting for us to ask. And um, I tell you, I I certainly testify of them because I used to get headaches. I used to be worry, a worry ward. I used to have constant lines across my forehead because I was so worried. I used to um, be up thinking what to do, couldn't go to sleep one or two hours. Um, now that I've accepted and understand and realise that we have these beautiful guides just waiting to help us with anything and everything, um, you will be guided constantly moment by moment when it comes to your partner, when it comes to your relationship with your children, everyone, friends, you have the constant guidance all the time. And as always, our guides always say to us, it's all choice. It's all choices. Sometimes they give us the right path to follow and the right choice and sometimes we'll choose the other. Everything is choice. So yes, I can honestly say that I, that does work for me and that has worked big time for me is to do the heart wall sweep that I've done with a lot of my family, a lot of my children and um, myself especially so that my heart is open because it's all about feeling and sometimes we just don't feel what the other person's really hurting or talking about and sometimes they don't say because they're hiding behind this heart wall or fear of being wounded. So it's got a lot to do with us feeling, a lot to do with us asking you know, our guides, okay, what's up, what's my best way to handle this situation? And uh, you'll be just beautifully amazed how we've got constant moment by moment help there. But first of all, I say again, clear our own heart wall. Clear, make sure that we ourselves haven't got wounds that have been locked away, our emotional energy block, because that's what happens. Emotions get stuck in our bodies as 
energy block and whether it ends up becoming a full blown out disease, it's all up to us whether we're going to clear those blocks of motion. Yeah. Yes, that is so, so beautiful and so true. I feel also that um, Father, Mother, God, you know, what is it and how do we relate in that way? The Mother is that perfect harmony within yourself. It is that place of you that it is that center, that it is that love where you are. And that creates that incredible, perfect harmony. And that's yes. the mother because she is the essence of all the vibrations. And then what is the father? The father is that divine order all around you. Mm. Every single thing, every single life form have a cycle and there is all this co-creation together. And through that perfect divine order, holding hands with that perfect harmony, that is you in your perfect balance as a human being. How do we perceive this? You know, how do we relate with the true Father? You know, Father is not about punishment. It is not someone that it is sitting somewhere, you know, judging you or hurting you or waiting to see what you're going to do wrong. No. On the contrary, it is that incredible divine order all around you. It is that incredible synchronicities that you see and the messages that you see in the outside as a perfect reflection of that perfect harmony that resides within yourself. Absolutely true. You are both. And um, when we understand that the bonding of, of that uh, energies of the male and female and that perfect triad that it is happening within yourself through Father, Mother, God, and the relation about love. Everything mm-hmm. creates a new path within yourself, a new perception oh. of reality, a Very new understanding true. about life that you are, that it is not about living your life, but being that life that you are in that incredible freedom that you have always had. Does this answer your question, Mijita Chula? It did. Um, Grandmother Miriam wanted me to share this with you both. Mm -hmm. She said, when we are in our authentic relationship with self, we can begin to see how we change when we are in a relationship with a partner. Do we, stay, do we stay quiet when we disagree with our partner out of fear that they won't like us or love us? We have been conditioned by our parents, education, and culture to fit into different boxes. And when we try to come out of those boxes, we are told to get back in. It takes courage by the grace of love to stand in our truth of being a sacred woman, to not be put into a box so that everyone will be happy. So true. And well, that's yet, true. Yes. And truth, when you look at it also, we can all stand in our truth. However, it's 
the beautiful and gentle way that we stand in our truth. Because oftentimes um, we do, we have been known to stand in our truth in a harsh way. But when we do it in a beautiful and gentle way of love, um, then that truth will be accepted for what it is. Divine truth is always and will go through everything, always. And when we present it as that way, through that divine love, um, then that's it. It's not a matter of any argument. It's only a matter of, of the love of divine truth. Oh, yes. Well, we are so thankful for this. Uh, please come back, um, my sister Kira. And it has been such an amazing, beautiful sharing. So we hope you enjoyed our show. If you have questions related to the show, upcoming topics, or a question you want answered on our show, please email sacredwoman. 144 at gmail.com If you would like to contact the speakers on the show, you will find the information posted along with the recording. To contact Magdala Ramirez, write to Magdala at sacredwoman.org To contact Grandmother Miriam, write to mgf one 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 six at yahoo.com like us on facebook and check out our cool videos on youtube yes we do have a youtube channel and you can subscribe to our videos on youtube.com slash user slash sacred woman nonprofit ours is the only channel on youtube with the name of sacred woman for our upcoming ceremonies and seminars, please check our website, www.sacredwoman.org. If you would like to donate money to show support for our nonprofit Sacred Woman, please visit our website, www.sacredwoman.org. In case you missed any of this information, it's all written and posted along with this radio recording. So go ahead and scroll down under the description and you'll find all the links as well as the emails. So we hope to hear from you. Please let us know. Ask us questions. We hope you enjoy the segment. Thank you.